assurance. I am not a lucky man. I am a blessed man. There not here a prophet. Is there not here a man who can romance God? Hey. I said, hey. Can I prophesy this? Prophesy. Your door has been opened. Amen. I said, your door has been opened. Amen. I speak as the servant of God. That your door. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, and I want to read the verse 7 downwards. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saint. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Within, um, um, from Wednesday, I've been talking about redefining the prophetic, and I started by telling you about. 21 mysteries of the prophetic. Number one, I said the mystery of the Holy Spirit, that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the doorway into the prophetic. Number two, I said the mystery of prophetic focus, that the essence of the prophetic is a revelation of Jesus, that any time the prophetic is manifested, Jesus must be seen. Number three, I said the mystery of divine activation. That the true prophetic birth a genuine anger in the people of God to hear from God. Number four, I spoke about the mystery of the source, which says that the authenticity of a prophetic word is not determined by how accurate or detailed it is, but it is determined by the source. Number five, I spoke about the mystery of prophetic limitation, which says that prophets don't know everything. Prophets are men or women that God have called, and they can only speak based on God's instruction. So anytime you meet a prophet who pretend to know everything, he is lying to you. Number six, I spoke about the mystery of the humanity of prophet. The prophets are not about human, are not about humanity. They are human beings and they make mistakes. But you need to understand that the word that God gives to the prophet is a perfect word declared by the imperfect lips of the prophet. But God has a way of tuning and turning the heart and the emotions of the prophet so that a prophet can declare the word of God. Then I spoke about the mystery, number seven, the mystery of yielding to the Holy Spirit. 
And I said that when a prophet yields the hemisphere of his mind, his thought and his spirit to the Holy Spirit, he now received the creativity of the Holy Spirit in order to paint pictures of divinity, even for humanity. Number eight, I spoke about the mystery of prophetic revelation, which I said that every prophetic word comes as a revelation. Now, because revelation is opposite to your reality, if you are not very careful, you might downplay the importance of a revelation. Number nine, I spoke about the mystery of fulfillment, which says that the glory of prophecy is in the fulfillment of prophecy. Number 10, I spoke about the mystery of prophetic mentorship, which says that every prophet of God has a responsibility to equip the body of Christ with eyes to see and ears to hear. And number 11, I spoke about the mystery of prophetic edification, which says that the office of the prophet is to edify and build up the body of Christ. And I made it to understand that anytime a prophet gets to a local church, his first responsibility is to reveal Jesus. So anytime you encounter a prophet, whom's ministry is not to reveal Jesus, you need to run away for your life. A second responsibility is to strengthen the hand of the of the local pastor or the pastor he's ministering for. And the third responsibility is to activate the prophetic giftings in that local assembly. So now I'm moving on to number 11, the mystery of, of depth of prophetic revelation. The mystery of the depth of a prophetic revelation says that your depth of prophetic revelation is determined by the depth of your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So if you are going to be deep in ministering the prophetic, then you need to develop a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number 13 is the mystery of prophetic maturity. I don't have time, that's why I'm just rushing through. Number 13, the mystery of prophetic maturity. It says that it is immature to share every prophetic revelation you see. Not every prophetic revelation is meant to be shared. A mature person knows that uh, 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 every prophet is subject to the spirit of the prophet. That means that God can speak to me right now and I can decide that I will not tell you. I will tell you in two weeks time. It is not a sin. So it is immature to share every prophetic word you receive. Immature prophet always want to talk about whatever God has revealed to them. But when you start growing in the prophetic, you will know that it, it is immature to share every prophetic word you receive from God. And you must not also assume that just because you have received a prophetic revelation, you have God's permission to share it. Because God can give you the word, but he must also tell you to speak the word. When you look at the life of Samuel, when Samuel met um, 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 Saul, the Bible said a day before Saul met Samuel, 
God had already spoken to Samuel that he would send a young man from Benjamin. Now, when Saul met Samuel, God repeated to him, this is the young man I spoke to you. So, Saul now had the licenses to speak to Samuel. Samuel now had the licenses to speak to Saul. But you will see that in the case of David, God said to Samuel, I am sending you to the house of Jesse. Now, when Samuel got there, Samuel exhibited immaturity by speaking without asking God. The Bible said when Samuel saw the firstborn of Jesse, Eliab, Samuel now said, this is the Lord's anointed. But first case, God spoke to him and God repeated. So because you have received a prophetic revelation, never assume that you have the lines even to share the revelation you have received. Number what? Number 14, the mystery of prophetic value. The mystery of prophetic value says that your value for a prophetic word is determined by what you do with the word. Your value for a prophetic word is determined by what you do with the word. Many years ago, I had this understanding that God can speak to you, but he will never force you to do that which he has asked you to do. Now, God took the man Adam, put him in a garden, and he gave him an instruction. You can eat everything, but this fruit, this tree, make sure you don't eat it. God could have forced Adam not to eat it, but God decided to allow Adam to operate with his will. So the same way when God gives you a prophetic word, you have a decision to make whether to walk with a prophetic word or to treat it anyway. The, the law, the, the mystery of prophetic value says that your value for a prophetic word is determined by what you do with the word. When you receive a word and the word says you are going to travel to America, you can decide you will not travel. What you need to understand that immediately you take that decision, you have shown that you don't value the word that God has given to you. And that word will not give you the result it must give to you. When God says that we are going to marry this man, and you need to be very careful with prophecies about who you are going to marry. It is not for children. Are you with me? But when God speaks to you, you are going to marry this man, you have the choice to say, I will marry, I will not marry. God will not punish you. But your disobedience will be experienced in fruit later on. When God says, make sure that three days from now you don't travel and you decide to travel, God will not force you. But it will meet its fruit. So your value for a prophetic word is determined by what you do with it. When I completed university, the Lord said to me, don't go into the secular world, go into full-time ministry. I could have chosen to go and work in any bank. But I decided to obey the voice of God. And nine years after obeying God's voice, he is still honoring me. If I have disobeyed his voice because of hardship, because I wanted salary, by now you will not know me. 
I will be in a certain band somewhere helping them. Are you with me, somebody? Okay. My 15 minutes is up. The next one, number what? Oh, number 15. Are you sure it's number 15? Wow. Number 15 is the mystery of prophetic atmosphere. The atmosphere you create in a prophetic meeting has the ability to draw out grace from the prophet. The atmosphere you create in a prophetic meeting has the ability to draw out grace from the prophet. The Bible said Jesus was walking in a place and a blind man who could not see shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Prophet Jesus was not praying for the sick. But because the man shouted, he attracted the attention of Jesus. The Bible said the first time he shouted, the disciples said to him, keep quiet. But he shouted the more. He created an atmosphere to make Jesus attend to him. So the atmosphere you create in a prophetic meeting determines what you draw out of the prophet. You saw yesterday when I was teaching, I was talking to people on the line. Someone got up. It was an atmosphere she created. God gave me a word to be given to a group. But she created an atmosphere that even though I'm part of a group, I'm an individual. So when she singled herself out as an individual, God also singled her out. Ah, are you with me? Number, number what? Number 16, the mystery of prophetic instruction. Your obedience to a prophetic instruction releases prophetic reward and prophetic enjoyment. Your obedience to a prophetic instruction releases prophetic rewards and prophetic enjoyment. Elijah came to town where there was a widow who was preparing her last meal with two sticks so that after that she would die. But the man of God said, bring me water. While she was going to bring water, the man of God said, no, get me food. Woman protested. But when she obeyed, the prophetic instruction, whilst others were struggling, she was enjoying. Most people don't know how to apply obedience to a prophetic instruction. Naaman traveled from his village and came to see the king. The king started crying, saying, I don't have the ability to heal you. Elisha, the prophet said, let Naaman come. Elisha invited Naaman. Naaman prepared himself with money, but he lacked obedience. He came with talent of silver, but he lacked talents of obedience. He thought he was coming to buy prophecy. 
came with a prescribed mode of operation. A way God must minister to him. So the man of God, I believe, might have seen the heart of Naaman. So he decided that this man is too full of himself. I will not come out to attend to him. He sent his boys, go and tell him to go and wash in this river. That was the instruction. But prophetic instruction, most of the time, don't make sense to the logical mind. Prophetic instruction, most of the time, looks so simple. Jesus said to Peter, launch out into the deep. Uh-uh. Go to the sea. The first fish you will catch, that fish is a bank. Take the money, withdraw and bring it. You can argue with Jesus. When did fish become a bank? Naaman was arguing. Naaman was arguing. But when his servant spoke to him and he decided to do what the man of God had said, he returned with, with healing. For example, a prophet can say, Clap. You will see that not everybody caught that revelation. But do you know that in the prophetic meeting, words are not spoken just for speaking sake? The Lord said to me, Anybody who clapped, you see that now you are not obeying the prophetic instruction, you obey your instruction. So, for example, I can come right now and say, take this hunky hope. In three days, you will receive $500,000. And in three days, you receive it. It doesn't mean that any time I come around and I say, take hunky miracle is going to happen. I you are following me. Prophetic instructions are very simple. Man of God called the king and said, King, take the bow. Do this. Take the arrow. He strike one, two, three, and he stopped. The man of God got annoyed. Please jump. What did I say? Have you seen? I said jump. But he jumped once and he stopped. When a prophet gives you an instruction like that, you must do wait till he asks you to stop. You have destroyed it. It means something for him. But what it means is that instead of receiving a double, it will come once. But the ones who turn things around in this life. Yeah. 
Sit down. The mystery of prophetic instruction. The last one, and I'm done. The mystery of the prophetic gift. The mystery of the prophetic gift says, the prophetic gift is a gift that brings an expression of the mind of divinity to humanity. It is the divine ability of the supernatural that gives a person access into the deep things of God. I don't have time. There are four main prophetic gifts. Get my book. Understand the prophetic gift. You get it. Next month, I'm launching another book. Hallelujah. You are not happy. You yourself, you know you won't buy it. Okay. So there are four main prophetic gifts. The gift of word of wisdom. The gift of word of knowledge. Descent of spirit and the gift of prophecy. They are the prophetic gift. It picks you from the realm of the natural to the realm of the supernatural. Are you with me? So when a prophet is ministering, he now enters the supernatural, not with a gift, but with his office. Now, do you know that it is possible for us to have a problem with the pulpit? And you can have nails and armor. And because you have it, you decide to fix it. When you are doing it, you are not doing it because you are a professional carpenter. You are doing it because you have a gift. The armor and the nail. But if a carpenter is doing it, he might have the gift of um, or the tool of the hammer and the nail, but he is there with an office. Oh, I don't know how I can say this for you to understand. You know that for example, if we close, I can decide to drive home. I am driving with the gift of driving. But if my driver decides to do it, he's doing it as his office. How can I say? Okay. If Prophet Samuel is sick, by experience, I can prescribe drug for him. In fact, I can give him, even though it is illegal, I can give, I can tell him that, you know, when I had this sickness, you know, they do most of the time, I did this, I did it, and I was healed. So you to do that. But if a medical doctor is prescribing maybe the same drugs, he or she will be doing it as an office. Office is stronger than gift. Let me say it again. Office is stronger than gifts. Are you with me? But these gifts...
can also be released, can be impacted. So as I'm closing, I won't impact a gift. <laughs> 